And now, live from Dining Room Studios in Hollywood, California, it's the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guest, the Utah Dental Association's idea of a real good time, Jenna Kim Jones. He puts the man in Kaiser Permanente, Alan Moss. A man who marches to the beat of his own drum, a drum he bought with his fun money, it's Greg Heller. And Chef Jeff is here, a man who likes his women like he likes his coffee, instant. I'm her husband, Daniel, reminding you to tell your mother you love her and not by text, you animal. Hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little chewy sweet tarts. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show. I want to say hello to my guests. Hello and welcome back, Greg Heller. Hi, Allison. This Thanks for having me again. It Thank should, you for this will be back. an interesting show, yes. Yes, and we'll explain what that means in a moment. <laughs> hello, Jenna. Hi. Hello, Alan. Hello. Hello, Daniel. Excellent job on the intro. Sure. I feel like you're really hitting your stride. I don't know what to believe anymore. No, really. <laughs> All those <laughs> other you. times I was lying, but I mean it this time. Okay, thanks. Hello, Jeff. <laughs> How are you doing? Did I do all right in the intro? Yes, you... <laughs> I don't even know what to believe anymore. You've changed it up. I expected Japanese. Oh, hi, uh, 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 sayonara. Oh, yeah. That was a lot of pressure, I know. I, sorry. What Quick, I learn said, Japanese. I expected your usual Japanese greeting. Konnichiwa, Krakosan. It's funny how you just need to hear the same thing over and over, or I do at least. <laughs> Although I appreciate the attempt at innovation... I say, just do you. Attempt. Do is, my Attempt version. being the operative word. <laughs> the skills on your headshot said, can improvise in Japanese, so Imp- I feel a little bit... <laughs> Imprima- impro- improvise is not my strong smooth. <laughs> <laughs> and hello, listeners. Thank you so much for listening. If you like what you're hearing, tell a friend, won't you? Because that is how we grow. Um, and thank you for all of your support and your interaction. And um, a big special thank you, shout out to the JMO Patrol, the podcast devoted to this podcast. It's amazing. <laughs> I love that this exists. I love it. I love it. I love it. So They're thank great. you guys so much. Yeah. Um, and a big thank you to Brianne Slam. That's B Slammin, who sends oh, in a lot yeah. of JMOs. Or has for a while, and people are always like, is that a real name? Not only is it a real name, it's a real person. She's the one who organized the whole JMO patrol. So her real name is Slammin? Her real last name is Slammin. Wow. That is legit. So awesome. <laughs> I believe that's her real last married name. B. Slammin started following me t- this morning on Twitter, mm-hmm. and I said, oh, B. Slammin, and every time I looked at it, I heard, B. Slammin says... Like right, you, yeah, you're doing I know. Yeah. Like that's, yeah. Slamming. Slamming sounds like the name of an early hip hop song or something. It does, know? right? Yeah. Like, what you been doing? I'd be slamming. It <laughs> actually sounds like reggae. Yeah. yeah. Slamming. Yeah. That's my favorite Pat O'Bonton song. Anyway. Very Orange County reference. Very Orange County reference. <laughs> I does know. anyone at this table know who Pat O'Bonton no. is? No, I, I remember the name from college. Extremely please. Orange County reference. Deep cut. Deep cut. Thank you. Mm. I think you're the only person who will appreciate it. Well, I, we're from similar beach towns, and he was like a th- horrible reggae was a thing where we grew up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we were just like mercilessly, mercilessly exposed to it. So yes, I get it. I had to see him live in concert once. Actually. Really? Yeah, I had to. Had to. It was just... like kind of a thing. Like it was like a rite of passage in Laguna. 
Oh, to be accepted in the town, he had to go. He had to. <laughs> it was part of the ritual. It, it, kind of, it was not at a festival. It was at a club in Laguna, but it was so terrible. It was so terrible. What club? It was called Post Nuclear. I bet. Okay, Club Post Nuclear <laughs> was like our Peach Pit after dark, and that this what? was an all ages club. Yes, it was. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, it was a real. Yeah. Tr- it was a dance club. <laughs> for people who are under 21 and the men who want to hit on people who are under 21. But this was in my real fat Allison days. So there was no hitting on me, but I watched my friends get hit on. They had a lot of fun. How old were you? Um, um, I was... It was all it was truly all ages, right? It was you didn't all ages. Have to that's be 18, correct. Yeah, my high so, school band used to play there all the time. That's where we could like play shows or whatever. I was probably 17 or so. This was a deep in my coffee house phase as well. Yeah. So, um, it was okay to be fat at a coffee house. Like it was never fully accepted, <laughs> but I went to a coffee house where I didn't realize a lot of AA people hung out. I don't know if they're oh, just yeah. more tolerant or maybe they just weren't, I don't know what it was, but that's actually where I met the guy, the first guy I ever really dated. Uh, well, I was, was going to say that's that. bars for AA guys because they can't <laughs> yeah. go to bars to meet girls. So they that's can right. hang yes, out at coffee places. Exactly. I just like the idea of two guys talking. And one guy's like, what's she look like? And he's like, well, she's fat, but she's only coffee house fat. <laughs> she's not right. like fat, fat. Yeah. No, at this point, I think I was coffee house fat. And then after a couple coffee, years of college, I became fat Or maybe fat, you're coffee fat. house skinny. <laughs> Hashtag no, coffee house fat. I wasn't, I wasn't coffee house skinny. Coffee house skinny is skinny. Oh. There's people playing guitars there. Because I think coffee house fat would be really fat. <laughs> For a guy, it is. For like a 45-year-old guy with limited mobility, yeah. he would hang out at a coffee house. Okay. Anyway. Oh, I got so drunk. I took her home. She was coffee house fat. It was terrible. You never want to wake up next to someone who's coffee house fat. What was the name of your band that played at Club Post Nuclear? Uh, we were called Tube Steak. That was my high school band. <laughs> like smothered in underwear? Smothered in underwear? Have you heard that? You like, never heard that? Tube Steak. You, yeah, you've heard, heard that? that. Thank heard you. That. Now, yeah. where have you heard that? That's from the movie... Uh, uh, boiler Room. Oh. He says that in that movie. My friend, what does it mean? Yeah. Tube steak smothered it's, in underwear? It's, Think about what that is. It's ooh, not. Ooh, <laughs> it's steak that grows in your pants. Oh, okay. It means wiener. <laughs> no. I, okay. <laughs> anyway, speaking of, wanted to give you guys an IVF update. Um, I don't know why I didn't talk much about it last time, although I did make a reference to it, but I think I just have gone into it so many times. Or maybe... Um, I was nervous. I didn't know the outcome yet. Anyway, so I mentioned that we did minimal stimulation IVF. That's the cycle of IVF where they don't give you that many drugs, but then they still go in and they get your eggs and they give you a few drugs on that one, but you don't have to do a bunch of injections. And that did not go uh, ideal for us in any way because I had three follicles going in. I'm repeating myself, but just catching people up. Um, and I had already started ovulating by the time I got there in the morning. And they're like, oh, rush her in, da, da, da. And they got one egg. And then it turned out that that egg was um, immature. So they couldn't do anything with it. And it was the whole thing was a big bummer. Garf. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> by the way, Garf is a reference to the word our doctor uses for eggs that are fucked up. Mm-hmm. I said to him, what are the chances these eggs are going to be Garf? And you know what he said? Garf. That's my word. And I was like, yeah, I know. That's why I used it. <laughs> Do you think I just, it's my own word well, he as just, well? He just thought it's now gotten into the like, lexicon. Somebody likes me. Oh, no. Wait, it's circled back to me. Through the- <laughs> I know one of the chances. Yeah. Like a message in a bottle. Did you go to Levittown Upstairs Medical Academy too? <laughs> yeah. Luma? 
have a town upstairs medical. It took me a little while. Did you almost laugh, Daniel, when he did the touching you? Touching yeah, you? Yeah, I always, well, I always smile when I hear that. It was such a thing that it was impossible for me not to be like, touching <laughs> you. Right. Is, touching is your you? doctor Jackie Mason? <laughs> yeah. why, why is everything like this guy? Sounds, he's he sounds a character. Like he's, he's, he's out of the cat skills. Yeah, he, he really kind of is. Yeah. He wears his shirt unbuttoned kind of low. He's a real Beverly okay. Hills doctor. Yeah, he's like Beverly Hills by way of the cat skills. That's right. Okay. That's right. He says okay. Right. So anyway, um, they decided that let's switch the protocol up and do something more aggressive and see what my ovaries can really do with uh, actual medication. Because apparently I'm kind of on the borderline between poor responder, which is when they recommend minimal stimulation and the other, whatever the other thing is. I forget if I mentioned it or not, but my hormone levels are normal. It's that I'm just not pushing out enough follicles. Uh, and it probably has to do with the endometriosis. Anyway, so they the very next um, cycle, I went in and they decided to just start right away with microdose flare protocol, which basically means a lot of injections, which is something you probably remember, Jenna. I went through a phase where I was afraid to even have my blood drawn. We talked a lot about it. Yeah. And it was like a big situation. It was situation. A, a real yeah. phobia. I would have a whole physical reaction to knowing I had to have my blood drawn. Like I would begin to feel real hot and mm-hmm. faint. And now I'm so, I just put my arm out. I looked the other way. But this last time I even looked. I didn't watch them put the needle in, but I even looked as it was in my arm. Whoa. I'm so brave. That's yeah, the awesome. first time I saw you get a shot, you you held your breath and puffed your cheeks out like <laughs> yeah. a blowfish That's what the I entire time and while your face turned red, like like yeah. that was gonna yeah. The audience can't see it, but it is I, I fill my whole mouth up with air, put like <gasps> like that, but not blowing and just like squi- squish my eyes closed and stuff. Um, but no more of that because I counted. I gave myself 33 injections. Stop it. 33. In your stomach. In my stomach. I have a whole bunch of bruises on my stomach. It was Lupron, which is like, have you guys ever had a diabetic friend who would uh, give themselves insulin injections in front of you? Yes. It's a very little syringe. So that was in the morning and night. And then two other injections uh, at night. And then at the end, they Mm. added human growth hormone. Whoa. Which is weird, right? Yeah. They added that near the end. Your, your batting average is going to go up like 30 points by the end of this yeah. week. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah. So I know I was waiting for like my performance is being enhanced. How is this going to affect me? The only thing it seemed to affect was my feet got sore, which is they can have weird side effects. And road rage. And bonds road rage, feet, they call it. Yeah. Barry well, Bonds used to get it. Right. Um, my nuts shrunk. That's good. Um, I don't know if that's bad or not for me. So, um, oh, but the other thing is that my stomach got so bloated and distended that at the be- it became very uncomfortable near the end and kind of painful. And it was freaking me out to give myself the shots because I got very good and calm at giving myself the shots, considering that I'm someone who's very afraid of all of that. Like, I feel like I really was just like one foot in front of the other and here, okay, now I'm doing this one and now I'm doing this one. Um, Do you have to... Not tense, right? Because if you tense, it hurts really badly, correct? Well, these are all in your... You give them in, in the stomach and you kind of pinch. So I think if, you, if you're if you doing intramuscular, maybe if you tense, that would be worse. But this is just subcutaneous. Right. So... Um, no, I, but I would like pinch a little fold uh, and then put the needle in. And then I would forget to let it go. And then it kind of that hurt it's weird sometimes they hurt sometimes they don't Mm. sometimes they bleed a tiny bit sometimes they don't but near the end they kind of all 
every time it was bleeding, I think just because my skin was so irritated. And I described it at the beginning. It was sort of like putting a needle into a hamburger bun. But by the end, it was like putting a needle into a watermelon. Like I w- it, like everything was just so tight and bloated that it was freaking me out. So I hit my limit of that. Like I can't, I'm, I'm so tired of this around the time that I didn't have to give myself the shots anymore. So that mm-hmm. was good. There's, um, there's nothing cute about subcutaneous, is there? No. <laughs> <laughs> good one. Thank you. <laughs> um, but I had four follicles, which was good, except that when they decided to have me do this certain protocol, she said, um, you have 10 follicles. I've never seen your ovaries look this good, Allison. So that was quite quite hey. the compliment. Very exciting. But then only four grew. And I asked her why. And she said she didn't know. And if we knew, think of all the women that we could help. I don't oh, know if that includes case. me too. That okay. was her response to you? Jeez. Yeah. Um, it, have a starburst. Snark. It actually wasn't snarky. It was more like it was... Um, wistful mm-hmm. that's one of the things we don't know with ivf uh, i wish we if we did we could just we did we could help so many women yeah okay. i was like well since we're in this together <laughs> in this sentence let's get on that um in case people are wondering there's a couple different doctors at the same clinic that i see that's why i'm going back and forth with he and she so anyway uh went in and had four follicles they got all four eggs so that was good. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a really bad headache last time, and I mentioned that. So this time, they didn't give me the fentanyl, which is the morphine drug that I kind of love. And I was very proud of myself that I didn't ask for it, because it was one of the parts I was looking forward to. There's the Versed <laughs> at the beginning, which relaxes you and makes you feel good. But then I realized, Versed, that's just like Valium. I mean, it's just really strong. Uh, it's really strong Valium-type drug. Apparently, it's the heroin-type drug that I actually like, but I wasn't in pain. I, I had thought to myself, you know what? I'm going to ask for that regardless, because they ask you what level, you know, in a level of 1 to 10. And I think I said 4 last time, and they gave it to me. Um, but I was just like, I don't have a headache at all. I'm not in pain. I'm not going to ask for this drug. I'm so good. <laughs> it's funny that I'm proud of myself. <laughs> I think we all know I... I Either I, am an addict. I deserved very... some. I deserve some Versed because I didn't ask for any Versed. Right, <laughs> some fentanyl. Fentanyl. Yeah. You didn't ask for Versed. Weirdly, they knocked me out a lot earlier this time than last time. It seemed, and afterwards, I asked about that, and she said it seemed like I was experiencing some angst. So I don't know what that means, but I think they were just like you angst? wanted the fentanyl. When did that decision We're tired happen? of hearing yeah. about it. Take her, like, take her out. Take her out now. Get her, She's get her under. Yeah. <laughs> no, I honestly think they're like. She clearly has some existential uncertainty. <laughs> yeah. Let's put her down. <laughs> yeah. I think she might have meant anxiety, probably. Right. Pro- oh, probably. Yeah, yeah, she probably did. Right. It's, but fair enough. I mean, come on. <laughs> angst is some sort of weird. <laughs> it was She's, a strong word. Right. Yeah. Right. I don't know what I was blabbing about. <laughs> they're just like we'd rather uh, not be hearing you talk. Oh, my entire generation. Why are we on this planet? Doctor, put her down. Yeah. I feel a little... Ins- she presented it like they were doing me a favor. I think they were doing themselves a favor. Yeah. <laughs> like, this would yeah. be more pleasant for all involved if she weren't conscious right now. <laughs> so, um, yeah. But no, not 
really any pain except my wrist hurt so bad afterwards. Like I felt like someone had broken my wrist. That's where the IV was. And they had had trouble getting the IV going. I think that uh, was why I was experiencing angst because I was like gripping the blanket, looking away. Like <laughs> I actually said, this is how melodramatic I was. Cause she's like, sorry, Allison. I'm like, just make it so I don't feel any pain. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably why she's like, like, oh, we'll make it so you don't feel any down. pain. Shut yeah. her down. Right. Uh, so I think the next time this happens, because I'm sure there will be a next time, I'm going to ask them to find a place to put the IV that's not my wrist, because this seems like an especially painful place. Mm. So got a call from the lab the next morning. <clears throat> they were able to attempt fertilizing all four eggs, which is better than before when they it was too garfy to even try. <laughs> So they attempted to fertilize all four, one fertilized, two are categorized as unfertilized, and one is unfertilized. And let me explain that. Of the two that are categorized unfertilized, there's two signs they look for. One is something called polar bodies, and one is a pronuclei. And if they see both of that, then they say this is fertilized. They saw the polar bodies. They didn't see the pronuclei, but it's possible the next time they look, which will be tomorrow, then they will see it. So it could have just been the angle they're looking at it. When I talked to the doctor, what she, the actually, um, I mean, I think she, the woman at the lab was very technical when she told it to me, but it's more like three fertilized, two might be abnormal. So anyway, we, we have one that's fertilized. So I'm already attached. I've already named it. Not really. Because um, I, I don't even... There's, it's questionable. Like, it's just because it fertilized now doesn't mean that it'll, you know, it'll go stay. the distance. Yeah. So we'll find out more tomorrow. Um, we will be doing another cycle, like banking embryos, so that there's enough that they can try to put them back in. But the doctor said that I should take a month off to give my... Because, I don't know, it'll be better for egg quality or egg quantity or something. Part of me is happy because I do feel like my body's been through hell. I'm still bloated and bruised and just emotionally still all over the place. Sorry, Daniel. It's all right. <laughs> so part of me thinks I don't have to give myself shots, so I don't have I don't have cause to complain. Part of me thinks that's good. The other part of me is impatient because I just feel like if if they then transfer the embryos because so after the so we wait a month then we do the next cycle and then they put me on birth control pills for six weeks to suppress the endometriosis then they try to put the embryos in and then if that doesn't take i'm like we are so we're back to square one it's so many months away and it's so expensive every time now i know there's people who are like have you considered adoption are you considering adoption what about adoption and to you i say Listen to many of the episodes where we've discussed it. Yes, we're considering it. Daniel has three adopted siblings. I feel like it's good mm-hmm. to throw that in because someone left a comment saying, well, now that I know that, I know that you definitely are considering adoption. It's yeah. just, we're just not there yet. We very well might get there. But I need to, I need to uh, make sure that my DNA goes on through the ages. So we have to do this first. <laughs> right. It's very important. Right. <laughs> So are you going to become a fertility doctor after this? Because you know so many big words now. Thank you. <laughs> Very impressed. So many. Yeah. I, you know, <laughs> I've always wondered when doctors talk to you and use big words, do they not realize that you don't know what they're saying? But if I'm using big words and people don't know what I'm saying, I'm becoming one of them. Yeah. You've, it's transferred. The knowledge has <laughs> transferred to you. I really should. You're kind I of really a doctor should. Yeah. already. Yeah. 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 I mean, you're you're halfway there. So well, I could like, probably try to get someone pregnant. <laughs> I have leftover drugs. Daniel, you've got sperm. Let's do it. Maybe we can be more successful. 
with yes. someone else. <laughs> I'll go out. Let me go try. Right. And then I'll let you know. It's kind of a good reality show. The impregnators. I know. Yeah. Each Ooh. week, Daniel and Allison try and impregnate some people. We're like, He's got the sperm. She's got leftover meds or whatever. <laughs> She'll give the shots. It's like very. I would be good at giving someone a shot, right? I think. It's very. I feel very, like I saw this listing on Craigslist once. It's like very hands on matchmaking. Yeah. Yeah. We're there just you taking go. it to a whole new level. Mm-hmm. Well, if we end up going the donor egg route, which is like another uh, station on the way to adoption for people who really want to have their own kids, then I was thinking maybe get an egg from my sister. How crazy would it be if I had the child of Daniel and my sister? You don't get to have sex with her, though. Or maybe you do. Um, yeah, I, I think that there's something to be said for maybe a, a stranger's egg, too. Because it could be weird. I don't know. It we have to be, think this through. I know. It would be weird if the baby's aunt is actually her mom. And then what if my sister is like... And then oh, she's like... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> then, I'll turn that I do want her. Yeah, and then... And, and, I don't or know. There's a, there's a, it's too much to talk about right Wasn't now. Wasn't there a Modern Family episode about this? No, it's happening Probably. in real oh, life yeah. to Sophia Vergara. Oh, yeah. oh yes, right. that right. too. Yes, yes. With, yeah. the, with the embryos that he wants to bring to term. I kinda, I'm sorry, I have to ask a question. If, y- if it's your sperm and another mm-hmm. egg, mm-hmm. Um, will it be 50% of each genetically? Yeah. Yes. Like yeah. 50% for sure, right? That's how it yeah. should be. Yeah. probably know the answer to this question. Yeah. I'm just I, double checking. Yeah. So that means like you would have to love everything about Allison's sister. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Which, but, but my sister and my genes are pretty similar. Right. The kid oh! would have... Lots of science. <laughs> no, no, I'm just like, the, the issues that trip me up are, is it, would it be weird for your sister to know that her niece is really her daughter? Yes, I yeah. think so. And then, I think and then that's is there something to be weird. said, is yeah. there something to be said no, for, super weird. for yeah. choosing the traits of the anonymous donor and then in that well, way well what are you saying no I know that no, occurred and the, to and me then too. in that way the child is more like something that we intended in, I don't know it's, it, the whole thing is really uh, odd as Hopefully opposed we don't to a chance encounter between you and my sister you know <laughs> you know some New Year's Eve we're just sitting around having champagne you've fallen asleep no I'm just kidding Allison's like we want one of your eggs and she's like I'll do you one better <laughs> I'm already knocked up and then when it comes time to pay for college, you guys will be like, a uh, little help here, a little help. Right, huh? I know. It it's is. just hard to, to just foresee all the strangeness of that of the situation. Yes, I know. That already occurred to me. Yeah. But maybe we won't get there. Maybe our tiny little embryo in the dish will go the distance. That's right. But who knows? So anyway, that's what's going on with little all of Mag- that. Little non-Garfy McGee. <laughs> That's what we'll call your I'm egg. trying not to get attached to it. <laughs> but when you give it a cute name like that. Garfless McGee. Oh, <laughs> see? It's so cute. Uh, in other news, Jeff, I'll have you know, I tried the instant coffee that you brought. It's so, it's. I was surprised. It was quite good. It's pretty good, right? It tastes a little bit like Postum. Ooh. I thought it Just, tasted like Postum, too. Of you course. know what Postum is? Well, that's why I didn't bring it up. Glowing I recommendation. I grew up on Postum. Okay. Absolutely. This guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, yeah. Postum's yeah. a big they, Mormon thing, they right? They changed the... the uh, the recipe. They the company that the made same. Postum. I know they went out of business. Yeah. I, I recently decided that I had a craving for Postum. Do you mm. know what Postum is? I Greg? have no idea. So what you're it saying is. it tastes like Postum. Mm, Postum. Is it like Ovaltine? Postum's good. No, it's, Postum is like, like a, a, it's like it's o- a barley drink. Barley. Mm-hmm. It's, but, real so it's, yeah, it's real it's like malty taste. It's real OD and malty tasting. It's a malt. it's a coffee coffee tea alternative. Yeah, it comes in a jar and also. 
most Vegas Las Vegas restaurants always had it for some reason. Oh, yeah. But I recently tried to buy it and Can't I couldn't find it, find it anywhere nowhere. and no one had heard of it. And then I did a little research because mm-hmm. I have that kind of time. Mm-hmm. Postum went out of business. Some yeah. new company has it now. I think you can get a bottle of it for like $79 on eBay or something. Yeah, they're 10 or 20 bucks. They're, they but still sell them in Utah. different, apparently. My, my, According to the my dad like yeah. wrote a letter to them. <laughs> he was so yeah. angry. Because what they did is they took the old Postum logo mm-hmm. and they put it on the bottle but changed the recipe. Oh. So you walk oh, in thinking, I've got one thing and it's different. And he was like, I'm writing them a letter. I'm like, Dad, we don't really do that anymore. <laughs> Why know? is this product associated with Mormonism? It's not so much associated coffee. with Mormonism. But a lot of people, yeah, if you don't drink coffee, so it has it's no like caffeine. a different, there's no caffeine in it. Okay. Right, but from what I've read, that's the people that bought the company are either in Utah or they sell it mostly yeah. in Utah. So Probably. That's, yeah. that's the, big, the bigger so market listen, for it. So listen, you've got a hookup. Okay, we're going to go there. <laughs> Seriously. We're gonna buy a case. We'll bring it we'll back. We'll go to the to homeland. We'll bring it back. And but your dad, Yeah, but your dad says it's not the same. It's garbage, apparently. Yeah, Ugh. it's not the same. That's frustrating. So. Are there people selling black market original postum? <laughs> yeah, you probably got some Mormons with like... 40-year food There's supply and they're like some yeah. in their I, bomb shelter. Yeah. I had a jar that Come I inherited on. from a dead grandfather. Really? Do you still have it? No, I don't. I, I just that had is a it lie. That is not true. I it's absolutely it. true. Really? Absolutely People true. People love posting. And it sat around for <laughs> passion. I don't know how long and I said, why do I even have this? And I said, okay, I'll try it. Uh, and I like it. Pretty good, right? It's good. It's not bad. Yeah. Well, no, I never I've... inherited any food from any relatives. Oh, yeah. Food, bathrobes. No one's ever bequeathed to me. That's yeah. close. To my That's eldest, intimate. I leave some old coffee. <laughs> Enjoy. I'm doing a lot of schnicks right now. Guns. <laughs> okay. All right. Sorry. Well, you were so saying? the instant coffee that mm-hmm. Jeff recommended on a recent episode, right. he was surprised that it tasted pretty good. Right. It has a kind of a, po- a, a roasted postum yeah. flavor. So I thought that was pretty good. Thank you. All right. I feel vindicated. But speaking of things that you put in your mouth, that sounds like a it's a much more bold segue than I intended. I just wanted to talk about Nature Box is the thing. The thing is, you know you're going to snack, and when you do, you want it to be worth it. You want something that's tasty and satisfying and doesn't make you feel guilty afterwards. And what you need are snacks from Nature Box. Choose from over 100 healthy and crave-worthy options to be delivered right to your door. All their snacks are made with zero artificial flavors, colors, or sweeteners, zero grams trans fats, and no high fructose corn syrup. And best of all, they taste amazing. So I would recommend something like sweet blueberry almonds, salted caramel pretzel pops, and Parmesan garlic pop pops. They're all so good. And right now, if you go to naturebox.com slash Allison, you can get a free trial of your favorite snacks. Uh, so again, free snacks delivered to your door. Go to naturebox.com slash Allison to start your free trial today. Okay. Tons to get to still. Greg and I were on a conference call today. We, yes, that's true. Uh, a lot of people on the call, including us. And it sounded like a normal conference call, except it sounded like one party on the call was on the floor of the New York Stock Exchange. Right. I don't know. It was, it was so loud. From it had to be coming in from someone, right? As opposed it was just to somebody who like had the phone on speaker and wasn't really paying attention. Oh, who, who do you think it was? We probably shouldn't name names on a conference call. No, <laughs> um, I think it was that one Hollywood guy. That's <laughs> <laughs> he might have been Jewish. Oh, there was only one Jewish dude on the call. That's yeah, too, uh, sorry, that came out wrong. Was it the one who called? Who who called for the call? Anyway. You can tell me after. Yeah, but I probably should. What I was 
impressed by so i mostly was silent on this call but then periodically i'd be like oh time for me to say something i have a question i mean i actually did have a question but i just all of a sudden i was it's like you need to announce you need to make people remind them yes yes. you're still there Mm -hmm. um but then i was like well the call's kind of about me so maybe i can just hang back and let them do my bidding (laughs) but i don't know i don't do a lot of calls like this but greg took charge you were like okay so what's this call about and then by the end you're like all right so are we done and i was thinking you produced the call i hate conference (laughs) calls i also like 90 percent of conference calls are an email yeah just like you know what just an email right would have been fine like two emails were solved nobody needs Mm -hmm. a dial-in code nobody needs to exchange (laughs) like well, how are you? Good. What'd you do today? Oh, Steve's not on yet. Like we had, needs any right? We had everyone except the guy who wanted to have the call was on the call at nice. the beginning. So Greg and I are making small talk, but it was so weirdly uncomfortable. I very commonly in meetings and in conference calls say, "All right, are we done? All right, are we done?" And somebody goes, "We're actually not done," <laughs> because I can't. It's just not. I mean, you, you want to move do this it a lot along. of work all the time. And yeah. is, it, is this ever days, fun or necessary? Eight to five. Uh, people tend, I tend to get a lot of comments, a lot of compliments on my meetings because it's like, I have an agenda, we move forward and it's like, do it in email, we're off this call, let's move. Yes. I, I cannot stand meetings. Yeah. I, I hate meetings. I read a good article, I forget where, but they were talking about how conference calls just have, haven't been productive in 15 years and people are trying to do them. Somebody's trying to do it on a cell phone. Somebody's trying to do it from a landline. Somebody's trying to do it from Skype and it's yeah. just a disaster. Someone's and doing just, it from the floor of the New York Stock Exchange. Yeah, and it just it's the least productive thing ever. And they yeah. What I long. don't like is they're trying to get into video conferences because mm-hmm. now everybody's got a laptop with right. a camera on it and mm-hmm. it's like, mm, let's not get into this because someone's going to walk through in their underwear or... You know, well, you can it, clearly see no one's paying attention to you when you're right. talking. It's going to be it's going to be no more productive, but the downside is going to be that people can see you messing around on your computer or yeah, looking at your phone. It's not going to be productive, but we'll just offend right. everyone you know. <laughs> right. You'll yeah. have to stand there and pretend you're paying attention. And everyone will have double chins just because you're just like faced <laughs> yeah. in there the wrong way, you know? You know no what we should all anything, do right? is we should shoot little promo videos to play on a loop when we're on a call of us with like a great Great, like um, looking fabulous. Yeah, great angle. Yes. Looking interesting super look. interested. Mm-hmm. Oh, I did, just, I did yeah. do a Skype call and I I it didn't realize, but I inadvertently have awesome Skype lighting. Oh. Like there's there's track lighting in my office and it, it gives me this nice rim light, which is very oh. nice. And then I have a skylight in Little front of me, film. so I have this soft light. I, mean, I look great on Skype. You should always do, you should do everything by Skype. I know. This call, I actually I've been on a lot of conference calls that felt like waste of time mm-hmm. this one i do you feel like it was necessary or no i feel like it could have been a couple of emails yeah one guy said let's do this the other guy said what if we do that we went oh, okay and let's try that and then we were off the phone yeah i think it could have been a couple of emails i do i think but the people that you're dealing with want to argue with each other because that's like why they have jobs right you know that's what agents do is they get on the phone and they're like, and that's kind of the whole thing. But if you really like, if you really paid attention to what happened on the call, it was like one of them wanted to do this. Another one wanted to do something else. We were like, let's try the other thing. Okay, cool. Bye. That was, that's a couple of emails. Yeah. That's But you got to let them feel good about themselves, but it's a couple of emails. Well, I'm glad you're there because I feel like you know this terrain better than I do. I know a lot of the expressions. I do know the terrain. For the listener who's like, what are they talking about? We're talking about talking about pitching a show. Right. Talking about talking about it. We now have Mm -hmm. like a format for a show with Allison and we're getting ready to go out and try and sell it. 
So there's awesome. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. So it's all very exciting. What are we doing tomorrow, Allison? We're meeting with Roseanne Barr. No. What? Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yeah. We are. Wow. I don't really have anything. <laughs> are you excited? I'm excited. I, well, I'm excited. I'm, has, I don't know how much I can say about it or how much I want to say. But I'll just say everything that's in my head because that's what I do. My thing is, up until earlier, I wasn't clear whether this is a general meeting with her or whether we're pitching her or like what. I'm excited to meet her, but I'm like, I don't understand why we're meeting with her. I have a little more clarity on that now, which is like, just because it's good, it would be good if you guys knew her. Yeah, Um, but also... When we're meeting with her, we'll just take her pulse. Yes. She might, sometimes people give you the vibe of, I am not interested in being pitched. And sometimes they're like, all right, what do you got? I will not know how to read that vibe. So we're going to need to have some kind of code word. Okay. We'll, we'll, all right. We'll figure that out before we go in there tomorrow. Maybe <laughs> okay. Would it be weird if it was coffee house fat? <laughs> in the middle of the evening, she was like, so how do you guys feel? And Allison's like, coffee house fat? And I'm like, okay, Roseanne, here's the first idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that'd be great. That'd be okay. really smooth. Be Let's careful about those kind of topics around Roseanne, though. She's looking pretty great these oh, days. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. So know, just, you know, yeah. Yeah. She, she might know what that means. Right. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Yeah. We're going to have to. Did you? So I've been reading her book, um, Roseanarchy. Did you know that she was raised Jewish Mormon? I've heard rumors that. of that, but I had never known if it was true or not. Yeah. She her family was Jewish, but they were in Utah surrounded by Mormons and she was very involved in Mormon culture as well. Interesting. Interesting. That's what I've always heard that growing up. But again, it was one of those things like, is this one of those annoying Mormon myths that like people just create because somebody one time went to church with a Mormon or something, something you know, like, is that, is that a thing? Oh, there's so many Steve Martin's Mormon. How many, there's like a gazillion rumors of celebrities who jewel. It's it's kind of a Utah Uh, thing. yeah. Yeah. That's weird. I grew up with a famous Mormon. Do you know Which who um, Merlin Olson is? Yeah. He played Father Murphy and he was on Little House on the Prairie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I grew up with his yeah. kids and he's like a devout, hardcore Mormon. Funny. Yeah. yeah. There's a few of them out there. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I knew that guy. No, very cool. <laughs> yeah. He was All on right. the Rams too a long time ago. Yeah. Anyway. Did you say Father Murphy? Yeah. No, not Father Murphy. Yeah, Father Murphy. He was the FTD florist guy too. Oh, okay. Not <laughs> Father... Dowling. That's who I was thinking. Yeah, no, that's, no, that's Tom, Tom Bosley. Tom Bosley, yeah. Right. He's a different guy. Father Dowling Mysteries. Right. Different dude. <laughs> he was a father, but he solved mysteries along with a nun played by Tracy Nelson. Amazing. What? Wow. I have seen the show. Um, I'm just trying to figure out where we should go next because trying to be mindful of the clock, but there are some stories here. Well, Jeff. Yes. You saw Slater Kinney. I did. They were so great. They were so great. I I knew them a little bit. I wasn't really familiar with them, but uh, I, yeah, I was totally blown away. I thought they were amazing, a great live band, and their drummer just kicked so much ass. Um, but what else happened? The, I, I spilled an, almost an entire beer on the floor backstage in front of, uh, what's his name, Fred Armisen. How did that go? Because we were texting, and I said, tell him I say hi if you're talking with him, and then you said constantly because you just spilled a beer. Yeah. Like you were talking to him constantly? Well, no, it, just that it would be easier for me to make conversation with him because <laughs> I'm the jerk that just spilled a beer all over the floor. Here's, here's what happened with a beer. I don't know if anybody's seen these, but there are these new beer dispensers where there's a magnet on the bottom of the cup. There's a hole in the bottom of the cup and a magnet that goes on it. And so the, the, the tap or the, t- the spigot for the, 
for the beer is pointing up and you put the cup down and it fills from the bottom up. Whoa. Everyone, including renowned alcoholic Greg Heller, is looking at you like, we're not familiar with this. Yeah. Neither was I. I, so, I like it, though. That's as I was cool. standing backstage trying to look cool with, with only moderate, moderate success. <laughs> Unlike this moment right now. Yeah. I said, I said, there's an ad in the bottom of my cup. And I looked at nice it. Work. So there's a magnet and there's, of course, a Bud Light ad on it, even though I was drinking not a Bud Light. But, uh-huh. and, and so I was looking at it and I just touched it from the bottom. And so it's this oh, magnet and it, and it popped up and oh. it flipped to the side. And I, and I was trying to plug it with my hand. And my friend John just yelled at me, stop what you're doing. <laughs> that was his big helpful insight. Right. But, and he had done it. He was doing it. He would just poke it and then a little bit of beer would come out and would fall back into place. But for me, the, the, the whole magnet thing flipped to the side and the beer just started pouring out. This has got to happen. You can't be the first yeah. person. Right. It's a, it's a horrible, horrible design. And they should give you some kind of like a little cup or something that you put on it so that yeah. you can't accidentally do that. And so John went to buy me a beer after that. And he told the girl what happened. She was like, that's stupid. It's like, no, that's so not stupid. You're giving a beer with yeah. a hole in the bottom of the cup <laughs> to a drunk person. Imagine <laughs> that's going to happen. <laughs> but so I saw Fred Armisen. I saw Fred Armisen talking to uh, Car- uh, Carrie. Um, Brownstein. Brownstein. Uh, I saw them talking backstage. I was like, ooh, Portlandia. <laughs> and who else was there? Orange is the New Black was there. I saw her. Taylor Schilling? Yeah. Is she the blonde girl? She plays yeah. Piper? Yeah, Piper. Mm-hmm. She was there. She's very... Uh, she's tall? very No, she's not very tall, but she's very winsome in person. She's very pretty. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Winsome? I know. Winsome. <laughs> like her winsome stays on my mind? It's, my, that's it's from my, it's from my word of the day calendar. <laughs> And uh, like more winsome than on screen. Sorry, yeah, we're not, I'm not yeah. letting winsome go. One yeah. to ten, how winsome? <laughs> oh, she was a ten, ten being the most ten, winsome. Ten in the winsome <laughs> department. Yep. Oh, oh, she was wow. topped out on uh, winsome. winsome? Yep. The winsomest. Wow. Max, I don't. I can winsome. just see a picture of Taylor Schilling now, and the pull quotes are winsome. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good compliment. And uh, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun, and I uh, swiped some everlasting gobstoppers from backstage for the crew here at. ARI wipe. Nice. Oh, and then. Uh, Do you think these are on their rider, these gobstoppers that I, are everlasting? I don't know. Oh, but everybody was wearing funny hats, everybody on the crew, including my friend Dan. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it made it fun. He was wearing this funny looking hat and he looked funny in it. And I guess Carrie had gone out and bought a funny hat. What was her funny hat? It was the same one. It was, I don't know how to describe it. It was this white, <laughs> floppy ish hat. Was it a, a fascinator? The- I don't know. Why? Just for fun? Yeah, really? For or fun. was it like the Kentucky Derby, like, let's all wear funny hats? No, I think she was just out oh, okay. shopping or hat shopping right. or something. So she bought the one for herself and somebody complimented her and apparently she went out and bought hats for the whole crew. And so they were wearing them and it made it very fast. Was too. this on Saturday? Fra- br- uh, Friday night. Oh, oh okay. Mm. Why? Why was Saturday funny hat night? <laughs> <laughs> no, Saturday was the Kentucky Derby and that's the tradition. Oh, of the oh, yeah. right. now, it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't right. an ornate right. hat. It was like a, a working person's hat. Sort of. Like a non-pretentious funny hat? Yeah. Like salt like, of the earth funny hat? Like a yeah. hard hat? <laughs> no, no not, not, that, not that working man. A police cap? Like somebody, maybe the fashionable version of somebody that works in a field for a living. 
So like that. So uh, that is a very specific a pith, genre. Like a pith helmet. I know. <laughs> it was, I don't think the Olsen twins have even found that no. genre yet. It was it yeah. was a cross between that and a blossom hat. That's where. I would oh, put it. Yeah. oh, that's okay. Crazy. It's a big floppy brim kind of thing. Uh, yeah, almost like a beach hat. Maybe. Yeah, oh, I, know, I think I know what you're up. talking about. Yeah. Right. When yeah. I was coffee Nowhere. house fat, I wore a green felt fedora on occasion. Yeah, you what? did. I thought yeah, it was. I can't. You didn't I tell can't. me this before we got married. I also had one of those woven Rasta hats, and the crazy thing is. I already stood out so much because I was coffee house fat in blonde Orange <laughs> County. <laughs> my the my every outfit was like really tight on the bottom and just gigantic on top because I was like they won't see where I am they'll just think all oh, my clothes are oversized and a hat <laughs> you just wanted to bring know. the attention upstairs like hey hey guys look my it- eyes are up here no even higher I don't know <laughs> I, I remember I was trying to balance out my lines I just I don't know it's I don't know Maybe they'll, you thought they'd just be looking at the hat while you walked by and they'd... <laughs> <laughs> no, that girl is that. so iry. <laughs> she was out of time. Yeah, I don't know what it was. I mean, I think I read a lot of Teen Magazine and I was like, I'll be winsome <laughs> in my hat. Instead, you were losesome. <laughs> I, I, that's good. Or sassy. <laughs> but yeah, I wanted to be sassy. That's right. That's right. But now you didn't have a hat. I did not have a hat. I was just there as a regular person that's um, how they distinguish people <laughs> yeah. no, you're not with if, us if you have the all-access pass that means you get around everywhere but if you have the hat that means you can get around everywhere but you're working right um but at the end of the night the fun thing happened that i i was leaving and I'd, i knew a bunch of people and i said oh i'm leaving you know do you guys want to ride and they said oh no no oh no we're, we're getting our uber we're getting an uber we're getting an uber and my family was oh Uber's better than me. Like I'm giving you a personally ride home. You know me. Like I'll. And it's free. Like, no. Yeah. So and, like, we don't know. What and your I'm leaving is. right now. And uh, and so they're like, no, no, we're taking our Uber. And I was like, all right, cool, Uber people. So I go to. <laughs> I walk all the way to my car in the parking lot, and I come out, and everybody's still waiting out front. They're waiting for their Uber. So I come whipping around, and I pull up, and I pulled up to my friends, and I was like, get in the car. I was like, I'm here. I'm here. I will drive you home. It is genuinely on my way home. And they wouldn't do it. They were like, no, we're waiting for our Uber. We're waiting for our Uber. And I was like, this is free. I'm giving you a free ride home. And they were like, no, no, no. And then um, Emily Gordon and Kumail were there with them waiting for Ubers too. And Both of them have been guests on this show, I yes. should point out. And I think that they thought I was their Uber because they started coming <laughs> over. And I you should have taken them. I tried to. I was like, Kumail, Emily, you guys need a ride home? And then they looked and they're like, oh, wait. Oh, wait. Oh, we thought you were our Uber. And I was like, I'll be your Uber. I'll give you a ride home. <laughs> I'll be your Uber. I was, I was like, yeah, where are you heading? I said, oh, I'm heading east. And they said, oh, yeah. And Kumail wanted to do it, but Emily didn't. And so they, yeah. I said, all right, fine. I'm tired of begging people to let me give them rides home. <laughs> so, yeah. So weird. I, was, I was trying that to put Uber weird. out of business. You are the complete opposite of me. I'm like, I don't want to give anybody a ride home. <laughs> it's not, no, I don't want to. I'd rather be alone. <laughs> yeah, no, no. You should Uber it. This you is really sh- should Uber. It's better. You'd like it more. And w- how does Jenna react to that? You know? Fine. Yeah, she's yeah. typically yes. good with it. I'm the same way, so I'm like, yeah. I get it. Like, yeah. let's What's take so it great about rides. Uber? Like, I, I didn't think it was such a special Did they know about something secret to... that they weren't telling you about? Like, oh, yeah. That's how going... I would feel. Like, what do you guys know that I don't know right. that you're going to after this without me, you jerks? But yeah, I'm I... insecure. So no, I would be like that, too. <laughs> you guys are all going to the Soho house, aren't you? You guys are all going to Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles, aren't you? There, there, there was some after party, I bet. 
that all Oh, the- thanks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you didn't that have is, a hat. You're it was at Camille and Emily's house. That is the only thing that makes sense, actually. <laughs> I'm sorry, sorry. I'm sorry no. I brought it up. Let's just consider what happened. You spilled beer everywhere. Yeah. You mm, didn't have a hat. True. Nobody had a hat except for the crew. Still. Mm. And no one wanted to go in your car. Well, it could have been the smell. <laughs> of what? Beer? Everything. Well, yeah. Everything. <laughs> No, I I, my I keep onions in my car. What don't you guys do that? <laughs> uh, I'm sure it wasn't that. Definitely not. That. <laughs> Wink. I don't know. We're gonna have to find out. But I was I was weirdly aff- I, I didn't even I well, I was offended long before that. I, I thank you for taking me there. But <laughs> I, I I was just offended. I thought, well, why doesn't anybody want to ride home? And well, actually, isn't it bad Uber? Um, protocol to Uber-ni- not Uber to cancel your Uber. Yeah. Oh, do you cancel or do you just not? How does it work? Well, you, if you've you ordered it, it. You, you can cancel it. But does it hurt your rating? Rating amongst the Uber drivers? Oh. Maybe because they rate you. Get you. rated they as you. a passenger. Yeah, yes. yeah they can rate you. Yeah, what? they do rate you. Yeah. I know yeah, for sure. That's a thing because yeah. they can choose whether to pick you up or not. Mm. Well, listen, that's not a rule with us, Gypsy Uber drivers. <laughs> <laughs> So that was my Greg, yes. Uber thoughts. Um, I've had three Uber cabs either refuse to take me where I'm going or not show up. That's wow, that's three yikes. times. Where were you trying to go? Yeah, where? Long distances. Like twice, they were like, "We're just not taking you all the way to Outwater Village. We're just not doing it." And one time, a guy just did never showed up. Yikes. But when you order it, don't you say yeah. where you're going? No. Well, I mean, oh. I, no, actually, you don't. Or do you? I guess you do. You do. Yeah. You, do, yeah, you yeah. put your address in. But twice I've had a guy. One time was in Chicago. A guy said, I won't take you to the, I won't <laughs> to take you to the airport. No. <laughs> and another time a guy in LA said, I won't take you to Outwater Village. Wow. And I went out and I made sure to give them both zero stars or whatever. But otherwise, mm-hmm. my experiences have been great. Yeah. yeah. You've done it a couple times, yeah. right? I like, I like Uber. I like it better than a taxi. For sure. Uh, and it's better than the mustache one, too. Have you ever... Oh, lived? yeah. Oh, I've never done no it. way. Fucking mustache, yeah. no dice. No, mm-hmm. no, no. I, yeah. It's too much, like, too brosome. It's too, like, yeah. uh, just yeah. sit in the front seat with me. I'm like, I prefer the back seat. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't need to be up there <laughs> with and you. And aren't all those people driving around with the pink mustaches on the grills of their cars, aren't their cars going to overheat? A grill is on your car for a reason. It's for air to come through the radiator to cool your car. Jeff is a car guy. He knows. Yes. I am. They're going to... They're gonna, Coolness comes at a price. Okay. They're going to crack their blocks. <laughs> That's cheap. all I'm saying. I just never thought about it until Daniel pointed out it's mustache rides yeah. is what this whole thing is referring to, <laughs> yes. Yes. which I don't yeah. need... I don't need that. It's like, hey, get in our car. We give mustache rides. <laughs> <laughs> like, why would any woman ever... But, well, know. and aren't you supposed to like with with Uber? It's a certain cost. Like this is the price of the of the ride, and then Lyft. You're supposed to say like, well, what do you think it should cost? Oh, really? We have a we have a recommended twenty dollars, but what would you like to pay? Oh, is I, it I like a recommended stuff. donation? Yeah, I'm like, well, I'd rather pay fifteen, what? but now I'm paying you twenty five because I'm a. But jerk, then Uber you know? will do the surge pricing. They and then so you yeah. can get screwed that they way. They teach people about economics. Supply and demand. Well, there was that one woman in New York who ended up like being charged twenty thousand dollars or some crazy thing. By Uber. They did it in that? Australia. Yeah. So in Australia, when that shooting happened, everybody's trying right. to get out of the city, and it's all technology so that they see if a thousand people request it, the price goes up. But when there's an actual emergency, you're price gouging people right. during a, like a crisis time. Right. And so they were like, "Are you kidding me? I had to pay three thousand dollars to get out of someone trying to shoot me. That's not fair. <laughs> so it's not That's funny. So, so bad. Kinda, I know. Yeah, they kind of messed up there. 
they didn't really think of all the possible scenarios. It'd right. be an awesome movie if an Uber driver like engineered a meteor to hit mm-hmm. Los Angeles so he could make like 20 grand to take somebody to San Jose or whatever. Trademark. And then he gets to go visit his mom <laughs> in San Jose. Right. Yeah. Totally, yeah. Oh, such a good act three. <laughs> At the end, he's like, Mom, the whole thing was for you. <laughs> Millions are dead. Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> Perfect. Or he could get they his... call it Mother's Day and get 25 stars to be in it. <laughs> yes. I was just thinking that, yeah. Yeah, like every like 60 or like Dame yes. Judi Dench is yes. the lead or whatever. Helen Mirren, all right. of them. <laughs> Father Murphy. You could get 20 people to go on Waze and report that a dirty bomb went off downtown. So therefore starting the rumor and then that causes the surge pricing oh, and then yeah. everybody else jumps on Uber and makes money off of it. When you're on Waze and it goes like, ding, you just got a road munchie or munched a road crunchie. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? What is that? I've never seen Munched a road crunchie. That means you ran over <laughs> a homeless dude. I know what I'm talking about. All of a sudden it'll say like, yeah. you got a road, it's like a road munchie. They're like or, points or something. But for yeah. what? I turned those off like, like a year ago. I don't, I don't know, yeah. win don't know. awards do or something for in what? Because it always happens when I'm just driving like i didn't do anything you get points but i can't figure out what they're good for oh great it's yeah like, i don't like know if they are commute. they'll they'll give you points for like your commute for using multiple freeways they'll, if you like report yeah. traffic they'll go hey, but i don't do points. any yeah. of that they'll, well, t- they'll take five minutes off your commute you can uh <laughs> yeah. cash that in later. <laughs> yeah they want they want you to use the app so that they can you're helping them understand the speed of traffic what if what if ways knew faster routes and they withheld them from you unless you had enough points that would Ooh. be you know, like we'll give you a faster route yeah. home for a dollar, you, pay you want to redeem cents. your hundred points. Ooh, that's a good idea. The funny oh. thing is that Waze won't let you <laughs> navigate. If you're in the car and the car is moving and you try to type in an address, it'll say, uh-oh, you know, only the passenger is allowed to be... Then you just click the motion. button that says, I'm yes, the passenger. exactly. But if you're trying to report traffic or do anything, yeah, you can... it allows you to type it in when you're yeah. driving, oh. which I, I just... You, I don't ever do any of that stuff that helps people. I just use it to get places <laughs> and hit road munchies. I do it when but, I'm pissed. And when it's like they guided uh, yeah. me into traffic, I'm like, it's fucking heavy traffic ways. Bam, you know, like, yeah. and then they go, thank you. You're all over it. Like, so, Greg, yes. let's address this. You were not drinking up until today. Nice. That is correct. Yeah, I just went a week almost without a drink. Yeah. But you were getting stoned. It was interesting. He told me, I wish Mm. I remember the sentence. I also haven't (laughs) had any cigarettes in a week either. Oh. Yeah. I've been very teetotally. Except for all the pot. Fair amount. Yeah, fair amount. (laughs) (laughs) And explain the thinking behind this. Uh, Well, I need to be on something, right, Al? <laughs> yeah, can't, um, you can't be high on life. That's not enough. No, uh, I have certain like evening habits, like in terms of things that I do. One of them is drinking. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just figured if I'm not going to smoke and I'm not going to drink, pot isn't really like bad for you. So I would just like hit it a little harder. Does right? That make any sense? <laughs> Help. But <laughs> but what made you decide to not smoke and not drink? Um. Well, there's a number of things, but I, I like to do that sometimes just to make sure that I can. Okay. Just to remind mm-hmm. myself that I totally can, and I can, actually. It turns out, as long as you are constantly occupied, <laughs> it's not that hard. So I like would get up and go like do two hours of yoga, and then like work for seven hours. You just have to be constantly occupied. Yeah, I was, I was just... That's a beer hitting the table, by the way, in case you're curious. And um, that's, a, that's a producer pointing at you, telling you not to make noise with I was your doing beer. it. It was a sound effect. Okay. Um, but it was For probably emphasis. shitty, yeah. <laughs> so I've been doing that, and I'm doing really, really well at it. And it turns out it's like not that hard. 
It's easy to quit drinking when you're super high all the time. That's what you're saying. <laughs> I did watch Inherent Vice, really stoned this weekend. Mm-hmm. Anybody at this table see it? Not yet. No. no. Oh, you have to see it, sober or not. Did but you read it as well? I did read it as well. In neither instance will you understand what the fuck is happening for more than 10 minutes. At Are a you time. a pension fan? I've only read that book and Gravity's Rainbow. Those oh, are the wow. Only two books I've ever read, yeah. You should read Crying a Lot 49. It's right. shorter and makes more sense. Right, yeah. Gra- Gravity's Rainbow is really tough, too. Yes, it's very yeah. abstruse. You want a lot of viewers? Well, fucking, let's talk about Gravity's Rainbow for a while. Wait, what is it? Thomas Pynchon. No, Gravity- it, it's abstruse. Abstruse. That's a word. Yeah, I was no, going to no, say, no, no. I get called out for winsome and you pull out abstruse. <laughs> <laughs> I figured we broke the seal off the words that no one knows. You have a good vocabulary. Thank you very, very much. Very good. I think we're feeling Sorry, pressure I'm after. Impressed. A- Greg Proops being here. Yes, maybe. He, he, he left a bunch of words in his wake. Yeah, he's eloquent. He, he really is. And kind of winsome. <laughs> so you decide, how many cigarettes do you smoke? I smoke about five a day. I don't think I've ever seen you smoke. Well, I go through long periods where I don't. But then I go through periods where I do, and uh, it sucks. Smoking is like not a justifiable thing to do to your body. It's, right. There's no point to do it whatsoever. It's just something that became habitual for me when I was younger. Um, I grew up chewing tobacco, mm. which is a big thing in Orange County. Did you ever notice that? Yes. Really? Yeah, it's a big thing. Surfers all grew up chewing tobacco because you can't mm. smoke and surf. Ah. So that's what, that was the thing we all did. And I just sort of, from being in bands and all that, it was just something I kept doing. And nicotine just kind of became what part of my life. What would you spit it into? Because that's Cans. the grossest part. Oh. Cans. That story about somebody drinking a cup of dip spit at a party. Uh-huh. I'm the guy who provided the cup of dip spit many times. Really awful. Here's what I would like to know, and I suspect no one here actually knows the answer, but we're all going to give it a shot anyway. If the cancer that you get from smoking cigarettes is from the burning, then how come chewing tobacco also gives you mouth cancer? And I think of this when I think is vaping really as safe as everyone thinks it is, because you still are putting chemicals into your lungs. I get that nothing's burning, right? but with smokeless tobacco that will give you cancer you're putting so I'm tobacco confused. in your lungs still and if tobacco I don't raw think tobacco, tobacco is the carcin- carcinogen though there's got to be some chemical then or something something is yeah, yeah. oh in cigarettes cigarettes there's all kinds of chemicals but in there there. Right. is in chewing tobacco as well yeah and like when i was 29 28 or 29 they found precancerous cells on my tongue from chewing tobacco oh geez mm. and yeah and i never have chewed tobacco ever again did you once. have to get them removed no the guy was like you have to quit chewing tobacco now or these are going to develop and i just quit and i've never had a chew in my life since then how did they find them like was at your... the dentist they saw something yeah growing? the dude was like uh can we talk to you for a minute and then they like told me that that's what they that's what they were jeez <laughs> that must have been really scary yeah, it was a bit of an eye-opener, actually. It was a bit of... I mean, as you can tell, it's had an a, a immediate long-term yeah. effect on my decision-making <laughs> process. It's almost like someone has to come up to me and be like, you're going to die in 10 minutes. And I'll be like, all right, all right, all right. All right. I've had a good one. So, yeah, I'm doing pretty well, actually. But today... Today has been not quite as good. Not like... I don't want people to get the impression that I'm like sitting at home drinking all day. Like the sun starts <laughs> to set, and I have like a couple. Mm. And then I cook. And then, like, maybe one more. I didn't know you cook a lot. Super into cooking. What do you, oh, right. You told me that. If you yeah, hadn't if gone... If I didn't do this, I would totally be a... Sh- I wouldn't be a chef, but I would want to be a chef, for sure. I like slow cooking. Al, Jenna, do you guys ever slow cook? <laughs> yes, we do. Um, we've done it about three times since we got married. We used the crock pot <laughs> this weekend. Uh-huh. That Love was our it. big, exciting thing to tell Allison and you guys about. So, Well, let's get into it. <laughs> Wait, we have... Two crock pots that have never used either of them. What? Did you I get didn't... them for your wedding? 
No. No, he no. You know, he ca- he had two when we met. No. You had two, two. crocodile ones. I don't have one. We have two. I'm saying I did they not They were bring both one. yours, Daniel. <laughs> Never used it. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. We decided randomly on Saturday that we were going to slow cook a pork butt. Mm. And well, it was we actually had a great. we had a fan uh, from the podcast that that Jenna does send so us a bottle of us, barbecue sauce. He sent us barbecue sauce. Oh, that's so we were like, we should yeah. use this somehow. And pulled pork's good, so oh, we yeah. figured it out and we did it. And it took about ten hours. I thought it would take about six, so I clearly got my measurements wrong we on went the weight the spot thing. Where it's like, is it time for dinner yet? Like, I don't know. Give another two hours. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Can we eat yet? No, I think another two hours. Yeah, like, so we on. ate at about 10 how do you test? How do you tell if it's ready or not? You don't know. It falls no apart when oh, it's okay. ready, basically. Like, yeah. the bone just came right out. I'm impressed. I would not know how to make pulled pork. It was I would really just try easy. to buy it. It was oh, really, yeah, no, really you just easy. Set it for 10 hours and then just cut it up. Yeah. Or you just pull it apart with forks and then you're done. Set it and forget it. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the whole thing. thing. That's, yeah. that's yeah. my whole childhood. My mom would put stuff in the crock pot before work, and then at night she'd just come home, and there it was. I think our I dry spell, our dry spell happened because you tried to do like orange chicken. Oh, it's disgusting! And it was like gross. Was we grossest, just threw it in the garbage. It was horrible. Was it. You tried to make fried orange chicken at your house? No, no, it wasn't fried. We just tried this recipe that I saw on Pinterest. Yeah, which I feel like always leads me astray. Oh, Pinterest, and uh, it was burned. horrible. I couldn't, I couldn't even, I wouldn't even let Al try it. It was so horrible. So what do you slow cook? Yeah. Um, I slow cook a lot of meats when it's cold and a lot of stews and stuff like that. I do a lot of the stuff that you're talking about with like pork butt and all that, but I don't like using the slow cooker when it's hot outside. It doesn't feel the same. It should be sort of like a snowy or colder day when you're cozy. It's a very Mm. cozy food. It's super cozy. It's hearty. Yeah. Yeah. Hearty food. You can't make so. fish in the thing. Yeah, you put Ugh. potatoes and carrots and mm-hmm. meat. And root See, <laughs> earlier I said, when you guys said it takes 10 hours, I said, I don't have that kind of time. And then you, Greg, said, no, you do. That's the point. Mm, that's right. the point. You just what does that the, mean? It means you just don't have to do anything. Like in the morning, you throw the meat. Like we threw the meat in with some salt and pepper and garlic. And then 10 hours later, your food is perfect. It's the opposite of a microwave. What temperature does <laughs> mm-hmm. it cook it at? Like I don't one know. degree Do you more know? than? Yeah. Well, like, I mean, the idea is that it cooks things low and slow. So probably yeah. somewhere around two hundred. Right. Yeah, two hundred, two fifty, somewhere there. Yeah, somewhere around there. Low and slow. I actually did go through a sous vide phase. Are you into sous viding? Yeah, but how did you do it? Well, I had a sponsor, Sancerre, and they make this home sous vide machine. So you put yeah, it. I don't. I don't have a sponsor, so I didn't get one of those. You have to. They were just yeah. like, call keep, Greg. Keep, Make keep, sure he has a sous vide machine at his house. Keep pounding Tacatis. You'll have I a sponsor even, real soon. That, but, but when you had that sponsor, I was like, Al, we should get this because I was all into it. It's when you were talking about, about it. it. Yeah, yeah, remember? Like you were super into yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, I really like it. I hope they'll come back because I really do believe in the sous vide. Of course, I can still talk about them and still use it even if they don't. It's just better for me if they do. <laughs> but you put it in a pot of water and then you set the temperature and then you put the whatever you're cooking in there. And it's... I actually found it very convenient because you can kind of just set it and forget it mm. and you walk away. But I guess a slow cooker is this the ultimate in that. Yeah. Well, I think they have like a four hour, <laughs> six hour, eight hour setting. It depends on, you know, how fancy your or how much is. meat. Because well, that's meat, what yeah. I messed up. Our pork butt too was too big. Yeah. So like classic six, Jenna problem. <laughs> so yeah. it was coffee house pork butt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Call back. All right. Let's do iTunes comment of the week and then just me or everyone. 
Tell us if he wants your iTunes comments. Tell us if he wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments and don't forget to click five stars. All right. This is from Low Frequency. And the headline is still loving the podcast. Not surprised, but I'm super engaged in every episode and the subject matter can come from any angle. Your sponsors are fantastic. I buy from many of them. Thank you very much. And I think someone made a huge mistake back in December. Thank you also. Would you consider doing a video version of your podcast with the crew? Could be compelling. Love you, Allison. Well, we did Periscope one eve. And you know what I realized? When we Periscoped, it didn't... the um. The announcement that we were on Periscope didn't go through. I just hit the mic. <laughs> Me of all people. Keep it. It's real. <laughs> uh, didn't go through to Twitter. Um, you have to been, make oh, a shoot. setting. Yeah. yeah. yeah so been. we got a lot of viewers just from being on Periscope. So I think that we should probably do that again. In terms yeah, of the video it. version of the podcast, I do always think about it. I guess that's a question for you, dear listeners. How much would you really watch a video version of the podcast? Um, it's... We probably should. It would be fun. It also seems like a lot of work for something Mm -hmm. that I don't know how many people would be into it. Um, But, you know, yes, it's always banging around my head as something we should be doing and also something that people tell me I should be doing. Yeah, but we 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 tried doing that at Adam Kroll like two or three times. And the first, the first, the launch day, there would be a bunch of people, and then it would just trickle off to like sixty people, right? In two or three days, and it was just all wow. this work, and then people kind of got bored. With Six, it. okay. So just like as a, a super low number, reality check: sixty people for the Adam Carolla show. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. Because yeah, that think is, of yeah. the number yeah. of that's listeners bad. he gets, which is what like half a million ish or something. Or four hundred thousand, hundreds of thousands. Yeah. I'll just put it that way. So for six, see, that's my that's my fear, and that's because I think everyone knows this. The origin story of this show, uh, it used to be a streaming video show, right? But I had this realization one day. I think there's a much greater audience for a podcast because it's portable content. People can do what they want with it. However, I do think there would be a dedicated audience for us because there are people who I who I know would want to watch it. I just don't know that it's worth the effort. It is a lot of work. We do do video for one episode a week. So we have two episodes a week. One is video and audio, but it is an extra three to four hours. Yeah, about that. Yeah. Because you got to go through. We do three different camera angles. And so So you have have to to, edit. You have to rewatch the entire thing. Do you have a TriCaster? Uh, No, no. We just do it through Premiere. Mm -hmm. So we just put in the the actual... And just do a multi-camera Yeah, project files. Mm -hmm. I think if you did it, it'd be better for like bonus content. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We've done it for a few things of like, oh my gosh, you should see our facial expressions or something like that. Yeah, there's been a few Um, times when the video is fun because listeners will actually go to find the video because they're like, I want to see your reaction when this happened. But yeah, we usually do it for uh, Jenna's joke corner so they can just see me not laughing. <laughs> right. Uh, and uh, it's, that, you know, that's it's that's pretty painful. Yeah. yeah. So, so anyway, I'd be happy to help. All right. Supportive so husband over God, here. Al to offering help. You know, I thought of periscoping or taking a video of me giving myself the injections. Ugh. That's Ooh. a real like thing I would have done back when I lived in New York. When people used to tell me that I need to find a guy who also broadcasts his life, and I was like, I don't want to be with some sleazy fame whore. And I'm like, wait a minute, <laughs> you're suggesting that's what I am. Every people kept telling me I should meet a guy who was also 
filming himself all the time because i'm always okay with it i was always insulted by that because it's like that's what they think i am anyway i met i always wanted the opposite of that though because i felt like no that's my time i'm the camera person Right, yes, honey. Absolutely. Well, absolutely. kind of. Yeah, and that's right. how I am too. Not like I saw it, not again, like, but just yeah. that it's better. But then look what we've done to them. I know we've dragged them in. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> Jenna, if, if there's a day that you want to leave me and say like, "Listen, this podcast is mine now," then I'm okay. <laughs> he, I'm like, whatever. That's true. I'll he doesn't take producing. a lot of heart. Yeah. You know, it yeah. doesn't hurt him, or I it's can not. Just it's watch different more for him, right? <laughs> you know, I have more time to watch sports and things like that, and funnest. No, you're in. People love you. Tons of that. It's too late. I know you late. guys are personalities. <laughs> That's right. Look, we've we've dragged Greg on the other side of That's the right. microphone. That's right. Totally, totally. I mean, you were a performer though. You were in bands and stuff. So yeah, for a long time. Yeah, but yeah. I didn't do oh, like yeah. this. I wasn't much of a caster per se. Right. And now you are. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I thought of doing the shots. I didn't do it when we were driving to our. We had to be there at five forty-five on Sunday for the egg retrieval. I thought I should do a little video, like here we are driving to this, and then I thought I just don't feel like it anymore. But I definitely used to take advantage of all those moments. Is it? And I don't think it's a bad thing that I don't anymore, though. No, no, no. yeah, I, yeah. I can't bring myself to it. I can't. We keep like, talking about the we same thing. This Let's do it right no, now. Don't. Uh, Why would we do that? Yeah, but I don't know. we'll but jump people in. Like that natural that stuff. I mean, I think the shots would have been kind of stunty. But at the same time, it's like I'm doing something so outside of my comfort zone that I almost wonder if I would have wanted. You know what? We're going to do it again in a few weeks. So yeah, right. you got another chance, again. right? You didn't exactly have a free hand though, either, did you? No, Daniel would have had to do it. Mm-hmm. No, because one hand was squeezing the fat and the other was jamming <laughs> oh, the needle man. in. I don't know you how you thirty-three back. times. Oh. They're very tiny needles, but Still. I it, yeah, I kind of can't. It's like doesn't matter when I had to do it. I was doing it, but now I can't believe I did it. Yeah. It, just a few days later, my I think my phobia and my discomfort with it is back. Can I ask yeah. you guys, just me or everyone, yes. about medical stuff? Does anybody else care more about their left arm than their right arm at the doctor? Yes. Like, well, In other words, when they take my pulse, I don't like it to be on my left arm. Oh. And when I get shots, I also don't like it to be on my left arm because I associate my left arm with heart attacks. Oh, interesting. Uh, really? Does anybody no. else have that? No. But well, no. I only do that because I'm left-handed, and I feel like, don't, I need my dominant, dominant hand. hand. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. I yeah. don't have the arm heart attack thing, but I prefer, I'm right-handed, but I prefer everything be in my right hand, my right arm for some reason. Like, it's just easier for them to, my veins are easier to access on my right side. Mm. I just feel better with it all on my right side. But I recently found out, first of all, that, that you have a dominant eye. Oh, yeah. I guess <laughs> yes. everyone knew that except me. But my dominant eye is left and my, I'm right-handed. But I thought yeah. it related to your brain. I thought your dominant eye was the opposite of what kind of brain you are. Well, oh, then that would that. mean that I'm right-brained. Yeah, I forget Wait, doesn't everybody... Do you just mean I you have better eyesight in one no, eye? No, you have one eye. No, one eye looks forward and the other one, eye looks at an angle. So the one that's looking forward... Really? Yeah, the way you check it is make a, a little square with your hands and push it out, put your arms out as far as you can and line something up with both eyes open. Just pick something in the distance and get it in that square and then close each eye. I mean, this I is why we need video. Later, yeah. And then close oh, each eye. And, and then whatever, yeah, in the square that you're making with your thumbs, right? And then whatever it is. <laughs> We're all doing it. Yeah. Oh, I so, see. Now, then close one eye and close the other eye, and whichever eye sees it right, is, it'll your, jump with is one your dominant eye. eye. Wait, but 
Wait, Both of my eye? eyes see it. Whichever yeah. eye sees You're through the square. You're looking with your third eye. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. So and you need keep, to make the square keep your eyes open. Like, now line something up in the distance. Not close, but in the distance. So maybe in the living room. Oh. You see what I mean? Frame Allison's face in that That's picture. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> this is the picture that superfan Megan, the collage that superfan yeah. Megan made me. Yes. Right. So then close one eye and close the other. And you'll notice the image jump. Right. Yeah. So whichever one eye, eye will it see doesn't it and jump. One eye won't right. see it. When right. I when I won't move. Is it moving everywhere for you? You're gonna have to do this in a few Point hours. Greg. Super Point cool. <laughs> and now and now and now do it when you're super high. <laughs> Done. Yes. All right. Let's do just me or everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me? Or everyone. All right. Andrew Morales says, when I meet bald people, I often try to imagine how they would look if they grew hair. <laughs> yes. Oh, All that's good. Cool. <laughs> I don't, I but do I want to start doing I'm that. I'm going to start now. Yeah. I've never done that. <laughs> Michelle S. Benson says... First of all is fine, but when people say second or third of all, I get annoyed. I think I'm a person who says that. <laughs> I do that too. Third of all? Yeah. Yeah. I'll go all the way down the list. Right. Yeah. Fourth of all? Fifth sure. Of all? Uh, no way. Tenth of no. all. What's wrong with that? It just sounds like a lot of information coming at you. <laughs> yeah. It's just first of all, second of all. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out if I my... do it. I'm trying to figure I know, yeah. First of all, second of all, third of all. I would, third of all is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> no one should ever say that. Yeah. You get two of them. Because we get the yeah. of all. Yeah, at that, that point, point, it's like, now you're just bullet pointing. Just say third. Yeah, once you get to three, come on. I remember one time I was sending someone an email, and I prefaced everything with also, and also, and also. I do that. I, do and that I was like, time. that's... And then I asked him, I'm like, was that email annoying? He's like, yeah, a little bit. It's like, <laughs> I didn't need that much honesty. Wait a minute. <laughs> I do that all the time, and then I go back, and I make sure that also is only in front of the last sentence. That's smart. Yeah. Oh, that is smart. I do that all the time. Okay. I do that. It's a common thing. I do it every day. Are you, where are you guys with the whole, uh, every separate thought should be its own email? As opposed to, because like I'll get an email from my mom with four things in it, sometimes numbered one through four. Depends. Extra, extra stress ratcheting up. Um, it depends on it, who you're dealing with. Okay, what if you're doing with your mom? <laughs> well, you, well, someone like someone like my dad, he'll answer one question. So you basically, if you put three questions in it, tough shit, you're getting one answer. <laughs> so you'll want to split it up. But then there are some people who will address each one. Right. So it's just kind of, you have to know There's your some audience. people who will address each one in a different color font, uh, font right? Well, yeah. yeah. Well, what you like, do hashtag is you, you copy their questions and paste them and then you write the answer next to them in a different color. I do oh. that. Yeah. yeah. I bold yes. the answers. Yeah. Absolutely. I do that. Yeah. To yeah. show like, here's your, here's your crazy question mm. you asked me and here's my crazy answer. I do answer. that same thing. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. Do you ever do time. that with Jenna? Because that's a rude way to look at it. Um, that's who he's all talking about. <laughs> so... <laughs> It's all good. <laughs> Here's the question you emailed me when we were when we have desks that face each other. Sometimes I do no, that. You're on the phone. I don't want to yeah, bug that's you. True. Yeah. And it, it's a tough call with business, as uh, Allison will attest. She and I, in the last three days, exchanged about 12,000 12, emails. Yes. And there is that thing where part of me wants each different subject to stay in its own email because then it's a little bit easier to track. But then part of me is 
I'm replying to one short thing and then another email comes in and I think, well, shouldn't I just reply to this in the same one? Because now I'm sending three back. Have you thought about having conference calls? (laughs) (laughs) They really are helpful. You know, we should have a Skype call to discuss whether or not we should do conference calls. It'll just be like, wow, look at your great life. I just want to show off my life. In business, you want to do that because you'll get email chains and you want each chain to be a different topic, right? Yeah. Yeah. And and people email differently. Some people, they want to just, oh, here's my day's worth of issues. They want to do it in one email and then other people they want it each each little idea in a separate thread so yeah i think that's the argument against it's more convenient to have separate emails but then you begin to feel like i i have to do that one like sorry for filling up your inbox like sorry i sent you six emails that's how i felt with you right but i I don't mind it but there there is also a thing i noticed last year when we were doing the podcast festival where i send out a, a a questionnaire to all of the producers of all the shows or the hosts of the shows and it's it's not long and i try and keep it succinct and it has maybe five or six questions and with each passing year it's harder and harder to get somebody to answer more than one question and this past year it was unbelievable i made this very simple thing just reply just put your message in the box and people would just reply to the first question and that was it so i would just have to send if there were six questions i would have to send it to everybody six times people are such assholes well i, I just think it's a text <laughs> thing and that's the way it's it's turning Fucking so i think people i think that's where this is going is it's going to be one question per email end of story right that's the trend Val Perkins says, when asking a pregnant woman what sex she wants and she replies healthy, I always think, was I implying unhealthy? Uh, is healthy a, a sex? Wow. It's a super specific <laughs> exchange. It is. It, but it, no. it fits the just mirror everyone criteria, though, because it's something yeah. you always think or do. Um, I think that's just the answer of, like, I don't, it doesn't matter. Yeah. That's what they're saying. Or just, this is the only thing I can think about is, like, right. I, I want to make sure the child's healthy. I, right. I don't have enough. Like, bandwidth not, yeah i just don't want to be i don't want to be so picky that i'm thinking about the sex yeah you don't want to be greedy right i don't want to be the greedy with the universe right. yeah. 10 yeah. fingers and 10 toes right you should say something snotty like unhealthy boy healthy girl <laughs> 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 that'd be fine ryan Pinella says salute the disposal of your first playboy after you move out with your girlfriend um i'm trying to see if i understand right. that <laughs> uh, is that a mad lib your- First Playboy after you move out with your girlfriend. So it's salute. when you have to when throw you get the rid of it away now that you've moved in with your. Girlfriend. Oh, you're giving oh, it like right. a soldier. Like, so goodbye. Like, I see. Goodbye, dear friend. Right. Kind of thing. Like yeah. put it in a boat I... and light it on fire and send it off into the ocean. Viking's funeral. <laughs> and for be your 97 years old and not know about internet porn. <laughs> <laughs> Is that an AOL address? <laughs> Hotmail. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's Twitter. So uh, yeah. I, don't know, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Well, yeah, okay. So if we want to translate this into reality, this question actually means thumb drive full of video porn. Right. So, <laughs> Wouldn't you just keep that, though? It's so little. Did That's, you guys... It's a dangerous, uh, it's a dangerous slippery slope. Do you slope. remember the Curb Your Enthusiasm where um, Jeff thinks he's going to die, mm. so he sends Larry over to his house yes. to, to get all of his yes. porn? <laughs> uh, um, I do think about that sometimes. <laughs> um, not that I have like a lot of porn at my house. But just the things people would find. Yeah, someone's going to go through, through your stuff. Yeah, someone's like, going to go Whoa, through your stuff after you didn't die. Know about th- yeah. Didn't know about this. Yeah. yeah, I think about that sometimes. All right. All right. Everyone. Harmony Barnard. Oh, right. You like us to weigh <laughs> no, in. No, no, you guys. Come on, stop. Don't change, <laughs> don't change my account. 
Harmony Bernard says, when driving behind a truck with stuff in the back, I change lanes for fear of getting my head chopped off if we stop fast. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm yes. always afraid of something flying off. Happened yes, to me definitely. three years ago. What happened? What? A couch fell off a truck right in front of me. Jesus. And I, had, I was on the 110 and I had one second to decide if I was going to swerve or hit it. And I was going 70 miles an hour and I was like, the safest thing to do is to hit it. And I smashed straight the fuck into it <gasps> in my wife's brand new car. Oh it was a gosh. week old. Dude. Um, I was fine. And I pulled over. The guys pulled over. And the guy had no insurance. And he said they had been driving around collecting couches off the freeway. <laughs> no. That was oh his bullshit story. And what? I didn't get his own couch. He's just kept yeah. collecting his like, own yeah, couch yeah, off the freeway. You guys found a lot of matching furniture on the freeway. <laughs> and... Anyway, yeah, that happened to me. That's real. The how super fucked up scary. was the car? Fucked up. Oh, Did the yikes. guy go, dude, you wrecked my couch. No, he was super like, can we settle this right now? And I was like, no. And my insurance company said, there's nothing you can do about it. Nothing you can. It's not. There's nothing. They could not prove he was at fault. Good what? times. What? Yeah, oh, my gosh. Because he was uninsured, basically? Basically, because he was uninsured, there's nothing they could do about it. That Absolutely sucks. nothing. Yeah, it sucked. My wife was psyched. But I was alive. Yeah, I lived. Okay. Take your life in your own hands driving on the 110. Yeah. But if you swerve, <laughs> yeah, what's next to you? You're hurting right. all these. Uh, yeah. Or you, right. or you lose control of the car. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Tawanya Kessie says, I really dislike when people make the letter H silent. Instead of saying huge, they say huge. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of that either. I remember pointing it out one time on the show. And no one knew what I was talking about. So thank you, Tawanya Kessie, for <laughs> acknowledging that this is a dialect. I think it's a regional accent. I think yeah. so. But isn't, it's, yeah. it's like, because uh, I heard a lot in the Midwest. Growing up in Chicago, they right. would say it like in, people from like Wisconsin and Minnesota, I'm not sure if that's accurate, but they'd say like, that's huge. Oh man, that's yeah. huge. Yeah. yeah. And I used to make fun of it. So. <laughs> there you go. I yeah. ate that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel like we need a... a that <laughs> ryan hero says just me or everyone always have the irrational thought of driving up one of these car transporters and then there's i don't know if you guys can see this little photo mm-hmm. it's that thing oh yeah, yeah. Yes, constantly yeah, yeah. yeah. everyone yes. wants yes. and yes. knight rider style if i can tie it into the not the previous one but the one before it my aunt saw two cars fall off those oh geez in, while she was behind them in her lifetime Yikes. oh my god but not the same one no, it was the same one. That's a weird thing. And there was a couch inside of it. <laughs> and this, guy came along, this guy came along and picked it up and put it into a truck and got, I, up and got on the 110. I think about that constantly, and I'm not kidding that I've had to stop myself from doing it a couple of times. I think about it constantly. Yeah. You're like, yeah. this is a chips ap- episode <laughs> waiting to happen. I want to try it so badly. <laughs> I want to drive my car into one of those so badly. Brent Hudson says, as soon as I open the door to my house after being out all day, I have to pee. Just me or everyone. The emperor knows when you're home. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I I often do, but I often do when I'm out too. I just yeah. pee a lot. Yeah, I don't. That's not specific to opening the door, right? Yeah. But I will go from I need to pee to oh my god, I really need to pee very fast. Yeah, like it just creeps up yes. on me. Sure. Yeah. Um, I I read this magazine called Mojo. Do you know what that is? Yes. I'm Mother, like, isn't that? It's a music oh, right, magazine. Right, right. I'm super into it mm-hmm. and as soon as it comes in the mail or as soon as I get it I immediately have to take a shit like wow. immediately your condition I'm That's not amazing. I'm not actually kidding that if you gave me the new one right now I would shit at your house <laughs> like immediately I don't subscribe to it anymore 
But when I used to, now I just buy it every month. And as soon as I leave the newsstand, I'm like, gotta take a shit. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna look for you on the street and hand you a copy of it. I'm telling you now, I will immediately go. Do you live near here? <laughs> yeah, I gotta find a Starbucks. I have now. to snap a yam in the next ten minutes. Game on. There's a lot of poop. <laughs> And is it because you enjoy reading it on the toilet in yes. your condition? It's too? crazy. I know that I'm not actually exaggerating. That's totally real. That's a thing. I believe that. Yeah. yeah. Wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. Does everyone here read on the toilet? Mm-hmm. I'll play on my phone. Most I know that's gross, right? Because no. you know, your phone's dirty, whatever. But I mm. play on my phone. Yeah. I, I read think everybody. Yeah. Everyone does that. Yeah. 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 Just know, most people won't admit to it. I used, so. but I mean, I used to go in there with like multiple magazines and a couple books. Like I was <laughs> really hunkered down, taking care of business, a lot yeah. of reading material. Yeah. Where's Allison? She she took Brothers Karamazov <laughs> in, the, in the toilet. We haven't seen her in three weeks. <laughs> now I don't, but I will sometimes bring my phone with me. Yeah, and then when I can't find my phone, it's because it's sitting next to the toilet. And then some, <laughs> I've done that so many times. Yeah. And then sometimes you just spend a little extra time because you're like, I'm kind of enjoying right. just sitting here on my phone. I'm in the middle of something. Now and then you I find up. a lot of joy in pooping. <laughs> Have you ever been in the toilet for so long that you transition from the initial deuce to the second deuce? Yeah, that's happened to me before. I'm like, I just went in for shit. A reading, 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 processing the food, pro- digesting, 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 and then I arrive at shit B before I've left the toilet. That has happened right. to me before. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. You're increasing your productivity. <laughs> Do you guys ever have this? You go to the bathroom, and then like five minutes later, you have to go again, and it's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> oh, like if you're out with someone or something? Yeah. Well, like, like today. Home, meh, whatever. Today. Well, see, our bathroom connects the master bedroom to the office. What okay. we do is the office. So I walked out of the bathroom, walked by Daniel, sat down at my desk, and then like a second later, <laughs> and then I got you up. bolted up and went right back in there. <laughs> I've yeah. done that so many times. I don't really care, yes. but yeah. yes, if it's around, if it's in front of not your husband, mm-hmm. then... Uh, Isn't it funny the way when a woman a says, go to the bathroom, it means take a shit? <laughs> right. Because <laughs> <Yes. laughs> a woman is very likely to be like, I gotta pee. But as soon as she's like, you know, I have to go to the bathroom, you're like, all right. And a guy will just be like, I have to back one out. It's so weird. It's like... <laughs> It's so weird, like you can't say, sorry. Is there any more of those things? <laughs> <laughs> yes, there's one more. Right, I'm good. still thinking about snapping a yam. <laughs> Such a good one, is it? That's my favorite. Yeah. Ray Morgan says, oh, this is uh, timely. Daughter likes Waze app because it makes traffic look cute. Yeah, it's those oh, road yeah. munchies. <laughs> Ding. You just <laughs> ate a munchie. What was you like, say? You, you <laughs> crunched a munchie. Crunched a munchie. Something. It's like ro- It's like gives a little coin. It's like. <laughs> I don't know. It always freaks me out. What does the coin sound like? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, you guys! Have I told you all about Blinds.com? Because I am in in the thick of it with Blinds.com right now. They just sent us some samples. They're all super cute. They're over there mm-hmm. on the thing that we put our things on. This is, I don't know why I'm not able to bring it more to life. I know why, because I'm not explaining it very well. What I'm saying is we have a lot of samples from blinds.com um, because we're going to get new. I think we're going to do Roman shades in the bedroom and cellular shades in the kitchen. And I talked to Josh, who's our helpful decor. So the thing with blinds.com 
is that they have a friendly and helpful team of U.S.-based decorating experts to make your life easier. And they all know, like, everything about window treatments. So I talked to Josh, and I sent him some pictures of the room. And while I was on the phone with him, he emailed me photos of different ideas that he had. And this is... I'm not joking, never happened to me before that someone within the first few tries nails exactly what I want. Usually what happens is in kind of all facets of life, I'm like, do I like that? I don't know, maybe. And then I I don't know how to tell them. Like, not at all. He knew exactly what would look good. And then he sent samples. And now I'm, and they're all really cool. And I'm choosing between those. Um, So... What I'm saying to you guys is whether you're spring cleaning or tackling your to-do list, shopping with blinds.com makes replacing an old window treatment or updating your room with a little something special a no-brainer. Let them help with your spring cleaning. Say no to those old dingy blinds. Freshen up your windows with a beautiful insulating cell shade or drapery. Um, And if you go to blinds.com, you'll see they have a whole bunch of different things to choose from. And they are super helpful if you're like me and you're like, I don't, I sort of, you know, I, I know that I want... Um, I want something kind of blackout, but I also want it to look good and blah, blah, blah. And they can definitely help you. And you can also try on your blinds before you buy with the cool iPhone and Android app called the Window Shopper, which lets you take a picture of the window you want to cover and try on your blinds with augmented reality. Find great discounts all May long at blinds.com. You'll love the great deals on already low prices for your spring and summer window treatment needs. As always, get free color samples, free shipping, free expert decorator advice, and prices that crush prices you'll find in store. Blinds.com takes care of its customers in so many ways, like their SureFit guarantee, which is if you mismeasure your window, even if it's your mistake, Blinds.com will remake your product for free, so there's no risk to you. Blinds.com really cares. All right, you guys. I want to thank everyone for doing the show. We have a ringtone available. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. Get that by searching Hey, Go Fuck Yourself on your iPhone in the iTunes store. We have two special bonus episodes available recorded live at the LA Podcast Festival. First one with Doug Benson and Greg Proops. Next one with Doug Benson, musician Matt Costa, and the former Thursday Gang. Those are $1.99 in the comedy album section of the iTunes store. Follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. Follow the show's Twitter feed at A-R-I-Y-M-B-F. I'm on Facebook. It's facebook.com, the Allison Rosen. I'm on Instagram at Allison Rosen. Uh, and you can email us, A-R-I-Y-M-B-F show at gmail.com. I'm losing my place in my in my litany of shit I throw in at the end, all of which is very heartfelt. Your shitney? My shit. Ooh, that's so winsome. I like it. Um, you guys, if you're going to buy something on Amazon, which you are, because they have everything, click through the banner on my website, alisonrosen.com. It doesn't cost you anything extra. It helps out the show. Thank you so much for your Amazon support. It means a ton. Thank you also for your PayPal support. There's links on my website, alisonrosen.com on the right side. So thank you all so much for all of that. Thank you for everything. You guys are the best. And everyone in this room, is the best so let's go around and tell everyone where to find you jeff i'm on social media at colonel jeff fox that's twitter the facebook the instagram and you can listen to my podcast barracuda radio available where finer podcasts are found daniel at daniel quants q-u-a-n-t-z um and you know all right alan (laughs) uh at alan moss a-l-l-a-n-m-o-s-s on twitter and instagram this saturday uh, Jen and I have a Periscope date, one o'clock p.m. We scheduled it. Oh, it's gonna smart! Yes. Nice. What are you guys going to be doing? Uh, there's been a debate about a thing called a Joe Dog, which is a hot dog with peanut butter. Ugh. It Ooh. sounds Chips. horrible. I know. Ooh. But From, there's been yeah. a debate. Some people really love them. Some people hate are you them. Eat We're going to make them and yeah. eat one. Yeah. Yeah. Are you going to make them? We're yeah. going to make one and They'll, Periscope. The, the hot dogs be a- will be ready. That way, it's like one o'clock. We're just spreading peanut butter and <laughs> throwing up. <laughs> 
Is it yeah. just a hot dog with peanut butter it's, on a bun? It's from one of our listeners. It, he said it was... Is his a, name Joe? Yes. Okay. And he said that... <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> it was a menu item on his friend's like bar menu. And it's everyone who's tried it loves it. And it's a hot dog in a bun with crunchy peanut butter and potato chips on top. Yeah, You'll have, do, do tell. I know. Let me know. Yeah, we will. <laughs> and Jenna, uh, listen to our podcast for more exciting Joe Dog talk. Uh, it's called Sorry Not Sorry with Jenna Kim Jones, but the easiest way to find it is to go to my website, jennakimjones.com, or search iTunes, Jenna Kim Jones. And Greg Heller. Um, I think the music podcast thing that Mike Henry and I do called The Songs We Sing is up right now at thesongsweesing.tumblr. And I just want to say happy Mother's Day to my mom, who I love very much. Oh, you Okay, so apparently yeah. we don't love our moms. <laughs> Great. Wow. Do over. <laughs> wow. All right, love you, thank mom. you guys. Yes, love all the moms. Thank you guys so much. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Alison Rosen show? 